Warning, Family Ties Positive Vibes may or may not contain any positive vibes. However, it is sure to contain three members of a family trying their best. Welcome to Family Ties Positive Vibes, a podcast about our lives and the nonsense behind all of it. My name is Michael Summers. My name is John Summers. My name is Linnell Summers. And sitting with us today is our special guest... Ashley Soren. Good to have you back, Ashley. Hi, I'm back. (laughs) So, I guess a bit of a correction from our last episode. Turns out the coronavirus is mm, a little more serious than we might have made it out to be. That's true. We were not taking it very seriously, although I do stand my by my previous remarks. I do think that people are a little... Well, they deserve to be quarantined if they think they can get the coronavirus from drinking Corona beer. Or by, <laughs> or, or, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Eating Chinese food. Yes, yeah. they, oh. they should just remain quarantined. I'm. You know what? I don't... I'm sorry for all the people who are impacted, but more delicious Chinese food for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pan Express, never been emptier. Wow. Really? Oh, Thank maybe goodness. this is just jump straight to the front of the line. I mean, I think the place we normally get our food from is normally a little better. But, you know, if you care about Panda Express, now's the time. Okay, because the reason I don't go to Panda Express... The long lines every time you go there. The food is not that good. Really? I Wait, love I'm Panda. Panda. Well, I love their shrimp. That one shrimp, the, the honey... Walnut shrimp, I believe. That sounds right. Oh, so so good. Sorry. (laughs) I feel like we should say this as well. Ashley is not sick. None of us are sick. I am... Ashley is sick, but not with the coronavirus. I promise I'm not. I have no fever. I went to the doctor. However, that does not keep my customers from glaring at me every time I cough. Showing up to work sick. What's wrong with you? I gotta get paid. I gotta make money. Just because I'm a little sick doesn't mean the world stops turning. I gotta well, go. The world might stop turning. That being said, we are taking <laughs> this very seriously. Yes. You're washing your hands every 15 yeah. minutes. Well, we know. I don't have soap at the boat. I mean, the boat's my desk. Sorry, electronics, <laughs> I call my desk the boat. We do have hand sanitizer. No soap at the ship, we understand. No soap <laughs> at the boat. <laughs> so, that's what's been happening in our neck of the woods for the past week. Uh, songs of the week now. Yeah, songs of the week. So, uh, we were kind of joking, and I was going to pick Green Day's uh, Mass Hysteria, which, I mean, a little funny, but not <laughs> really what I've been listening to all that much. I'm going to go with Neil C. Sierra's Two Trucks. Two trucks holding hands. Two trucks holding hands. The passion, the passion is more than I can withstand. Oh my god, I hate you. Why? <laughs> Tell me why. Why did you No, I'm, I'm not that into no. Backstreet Boys. What? <laughs> Tell me why. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I think I I'm so going to go. John. I'm going to be honest. I was going with another Neil C. Sierra song, uh, Wonderful. Today, by now, to follow my last week's, which was uh, Ultimate Showdown. I mean, I like Neil C. Sierra. He's a funny guy, mm-hmm. uh, and he makes some very clever tunes. I'm yes. getting a headache just thinking about his. All song. right, so we got my song, we got Ashley's songs, we no, got John's don't. song. Yeah, you said it was. Uh, tell me why. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, what's your song? (laughs) Well, I decided to go with the uh, social distancing by the police called Don't Stand So Close to Me. (laughs) Don't stand so close to me. 
Yeah, that's a pretty good one too. Ashley, what's Can your I real actually song? say yeah, my actual? Yeah, you're allowed. I was gonna say "Troubled Times" by Green Day, just because. Wow, very topical, right? It's gonna be uploaded in May. Oh. Yeah, topical yeah, as topical of as the time of... we're recording this, which is March nineteenth. Yeah. Which, interestingly enough. The day before the world release of the new Animal Crossing New Horizons video game. Yay! Guess guess what we're talking about this week. It's Animal Crossing! <laughs> I mean, I think we said last episode we'd be talking about Animal Crossing. Did we? I remember I one don't... thing about last week. Oh, I, wasn't I told here. you what it was. What was it? What was it? You'll see Sierra. Oh, okay. I wasn't here yeah. last week. I had work. Did I have work? You were working. Probably. Probably. I was work, yeah. if, you were, if you weren't here. Yeah, I was working. <laughs> so, what? I know about Animal Crossing. You, John, know about Animal Crossing. Allegedly. But Ashley and Mom, you two have had somewhat limited experiences with Animal Crossing. I played Animal Crossing a lot about nine years ago. Oh my goodness, was that really nine years ago? Yeah. <laughs> it was, was eight. Michael, it was before we moved to a different state. Oh my god. You're old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Wii era was a while ago. All right, sorry, I'm just mind blown. Uh, continue. So I feel like nine years ago when we were playing the Animal Crossing, we the three of us were playing it together. That was the first time we'd had a video game experience that we all shared, I feel like. Like me and Michael, we played games together, of course, but we can never get you roped into it. Animal Crossing is yeah. the only game we've ever gotten you to play. That's true. And once you got me to play it, it really sucked me in. It's See. a good getaway game. It is. Especially if you have a job. I appreciate the concept so much more, and that's why I want it. Because I can't have a life of, yay, I can just live on an island and build a house and fish and catch bugs. No, I gotta go work. Yeah, so I guess we should uh, uh, give a brief explanation of what Animal Crossing even is, uh, because not everyone knows that no. somehow. So... Animal Crossing is a series of video games, and its basic concept revolves around living in a community. So you are a person who has just moved into a town, and you're saying like, hey, can I live here? And they say, sure. You're going to have to pay for a house, but you can live here. That's that's a great explanation. It's really just a, a small village life simulator where... You don't have a proper job beyond maybe the part-time job you get at the very beginning of the game and then quit... To sell beetles and fish. Yeah, you go and catch fish from the river and ocean. You catch bugs. You uh, you grow uh, fruit trees and sell fruit for money. You grow flowers and you talk to your village friends. You send letters to all your friends. You talk to your neighbors all the time. It really is just a very peaceful life simulator. And each game changes that up a little bit from time to time. But the general premise is always just like it's a peaceful, calming experience. It is. But if you're competitive, it can also uh, scratch that little itch. There are, right. some, there are some things to do for the completionists as well. You can catch every bug or every fish available, get every piece of furniture, and build the most beautiful house. Yeah, that's actually a big part of it. Making your house the way you want it, furnishing it, changing up your wallpaper and the r- carpet and rugs, putting the furniture that you like the most in your house, it really is a creative kind of game. Question. Uh-huh. I've been wondering this ever since I heard it was competitive. As someone from a very competitive gaming background, how is Animal Crossing competitive? You have to have the best house. They oh. score you. It's, it's not really. They score you. Yeah, yes. you get you get a score. It uh, point uh, a it's, point score. It's from the Happy Home Academy. They score your house basically every day. 
Oh God, I'm bad at this. Ad- admit- <laughs> this is a one competitive game we decided. Admittedly, <laughs> it's not competitive in the way that most people are used to. It's not person versus okay. person. It's more or person versus AI timing. Per- it's it's not it's not man versus man. It's, it's man versus society. It's man versus himself. Really, the <laughs> only person who needs to know your score is you. Yeah. You don't have to tell anyone. It's just purely a number that you can work at to make higher. It doesn't matter that I got enough points to get tissue bucks. (laughs) Well, paying down your mortgage, too. So I first moved in and got a tent because I had to have some place to stay. And then Nook built me a house and I had my first mortgage and I had to pay that off. And then I needed a bigger house because I need places to put things because my pockets only carry so many things. And I need plenty of space in my pockets for all the fish I'm going to catch because I have to sell them because I've got to pay down my next mortgage. And, and that, so that's, I think, where the competitive part comes in. I'm competing against myself. The Ouroboros. I'm not really competing with anybody else. The snake eats such, its own tail. Such a the different. cycle continues. It's, it's really just like life. Such a different way of looking at a competitive aspect of gaming. My mind's blown. <laughs> I'm so used to PvP. Yeah, PvE. no, this this is this isn't the kind of game where like you're fighting against people, really. And in the more recent ones, Animal Crossing has always tried to make like the next game more um, community oriented. Yeah, that's a good word for it. They want to make it so that you're not working against your uh, the other people playing the game, but you're kind of working with them. It's cooperative. You can help other people make money. You can share uh, furniture that you've gotten with them. Share fruit as well. Yeah, every game kind of wants you to go and visit other people's towns and uh, work alongside them or share stuff with them. And if you are, say, if you play alongside your family, uh, multiple people can have houses in the same town and you can all live next to each other and uh, work together to make your town the best possible town it can be. When we were in New Mexico playing this like eight, nine years ago, didn't we all live in the same town? We did, yes. And we all kind of had similar goals with making the town better. There are like community funds that we can all work towards to make the town prettier. And I think we mostly tried to make flowers nice together. Yeah. Yes. Tried to plant gardens and stuff. Um, so it's, so yeah, it's just a fun little thing. It's the first new category for Animal Crossing. PVE. Player versus economy. <laughs> Player versus environment. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's a category already. But there are there are three things that PVE could be. Enemy, environment, economy. Yes. And all three of them apply to Animal Crossing. Well, I mean, Animal Crossing is actually really nice in its economy. You're never really fighting against it unless Casual you, unless PVE. you count the stock market. But you have you get to choose to participate in the stock market. After all, you're given a zero interest loan that you get to pay off. There's no rent. There's no deadline. Yeah. That's not a real life. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah. Makes me sad. <laughs> Everyone who plays Animal Crossing is a socialist, unfortunately. Yay! <laughs> okay, so when I started playing this version of Animal Crossing on your DS... Right, you just started uh, You started playing, like, what, a week ago on my 3DS yes. to, to kind of catch back up on what Animal Crossing was. Yes, because I kind of forgot how the game was played. I mean, I had the basic idea, but there was a lot I had forgotten. So when I started, it made me name a town. So does that mean I'm the only one in this town? You guys don't live in my town. We, we do not, know. Do you have your own towns? Yes. Yeah, actually, because you technically restarted the file on my 3DS, so I don't quote-unquote have a town anymore. I do. I just backed up the save data somewhere else. Okay. Um, But John has his own copy of the game on his own 3DS. He has his own town. 
Potentially, if people were sharing the same 3DS and game cartridge, they'd be playing on the same town. But the handheld versions, more people tend to have their own towns and just visit other people's towns. It's a little more convenient that way. Okay, so then in the vein of having a job, I just became the mayor. How did that happen? And is everybody the mayor in this game? I feel like that brings us to another topic that we should touch on, actually. How all the games are different. Okay. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. I guess I could touch on the original one since you never played that one too much. Are we talking about the very original one or the one that we're familiar with? So the very original was a Japan-only release for the Nintendo 64 named Animal Forest. And it eventually got like an, an additional upgrade to it. But it's almost identical, for the most part, to the version that came uh, globally, Animal Crossing, for the Nintendo GameCube which was pretty basic, all things considered. It has the staples of Animal Crossing. You start the game getting a part-time job from the local shopkeeper, Tom Nook. He sells you a house, and you spend your time paying off increasingly larger mortgages to uh, renovate your house and make it bigger. Meanwhile, you're talking with your animal village neighbors um, and, you know, working alongside them, maybe doing other odd jobs for them to make money in furniture. Fishing, catching bugs, digging up fossils to help bring to the museum and fill that up. It's pretty basic when you get right back to it. I've also been replaying that one in the last week, and I've gotten about halfway through the game already. Which is absurd to me, because it was so... It took, it took us months when we were children, and now I've basically... I've narrowed the process down to five days. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So the game after that was for the Nintendo DS, Animal Crossing, yeah, Animal Crossing Wild World, which was largely the same game, but with some notable improvements. It was a handheld game. Everyone lived in the same house this time instead of there being multiple houses. It was a little weird, but because it was a handheld game, most people tended to have their own copy anyways and just played on their, in their own town. So the people that did share a copy just slept in different beds in the attic, basically. Yeah, it's not weird. <laughs> It's not weird that only one person's allowed to be awake at a time. <laughs> so the biggest, the big improvements from that game is you can make your house even bigger with more rooms in it, and there were more, there are always more villagers and more stuff to do in town. version we all played together was Animal Crossing City Folk. Um, you want to take over for that one, John? Uh, sure. One of the biggest changes that they brought about into City Folk was they added a different place for you to go in your save file. They added a city. You could effectively at any point and during the day just take a bus, go to the city, and browse all the shops there. There was a comedy club, a department store, a shoe shiner. He shines shoes. His Don't forget the auction house that no one ever used. What? There was an auction house. I didn't use it. What are you talking about? You had to connect to the internet. And then all your friends that, if you had uh, friends that played Animal Crossing and you all shared friend codes on the Wii, uh, you could all put items in there to sell. And no one ever did it because it was more efficient to just go and do it person to person. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. Wow. Because that was back on a console, it was a lot more accessible for different people to have one save file on for one town. And that was what we and our family did. And that was how we got you, Mom, hooked. 
So we were all playing on the same file. Yes. We were just different people, different, different players. Yeah, we all had different houses in this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the one you're playing now on my 3DS is Animal Crossing New Leaf, where the big change is a pretty drastic change. Instead of just being a villager in the town, now you're the mayor. You. How you got this job? I don't know. The guy who actually got elected never showed up. You just hopped off a train and they said, hey, you're the mayor now. And you said, what? I didn't sign up for this. And they say, yes, you did. And so you're the mayor. He kind of got roped yeah. into it. And after some initial mayorly duties, the big thing you can do is there are a lot of structures, I guess we'll call them, that you can build in your town. Par- uh, lamps, benches, uh, fountains, fountains, bridges, etc., etc. You have a lot more creativity about the stuff that's actually in your town. Rather than just your own house, you get to control nearly the entire, nearly everything that's laid out, except where other villagers put their houses. You have no control over that, and that frustrates me to this very day. <laughs> they always put their houses in my flower gardens. Anytime I would make a new one, a new house would pop up there, and I... Anytime I built a road, they'd put their house right in the middle of the road, and I'd have to repave the entire road around it. Admittedly, repaving was not a very costly uh, process. I mean, it cost me nothing except my time and energy and planning. Church just building a house in the middle of the road. <laughs> Our house in the middle of the road. <laughs> so, John, you are, you the, are you the mayor of your town? <laughs> yes, I'm also playing a copy of the same game, but on my uh console my 3ds so is every player in this thing the mayor of their town the first person to start up a new copy is the mayor so if i grabbed your copy and i made a new character on there that person would not be mayor okay yeah again kind of oriented towards everyone's more likely to buy their own copy of the game rather than playing on the same console necessarily okay it's a portable console it's a bit more and ashley you have this game i know you do you just don't play it i got distracted i got distracted a lot okay and i know i played it a little bit in high school i didn't pick it up a lot because i was excited to play with some of my friends they didn't end up playing it with me so i was just like i'm bored and i went to do other things with my other friends because my other friends played other online games and i wanted to just be with my friends but the little experience I do have of it, I was in high school, I liked high action games, so the relaxing aspect didn't appeal to me as much. Now that I'm a retail worker, the relaxing aspect appeals to me a lot more. <laughs> so next to no experience, which is why you're excited about the newest entry in the series that'll be coming out tomorrow, New Horizon. Yeah, I have a day off just to get a copy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, during the quarantine, we're all going to be going out risking our lives to buy a copy of the game from Target. Braving the elements so that we can get a new fun game to play. I mean, sure, I could get I could get the downloaded copy and not have to leave the house, but... That's the journal! Fun. Yeah, Target gives me a free journal if I buy the game from there. Yeah. You can't get that at Office Max. I can't. Not that specific one. No, you can't. And it's going to be... And also, I don't go to Office Max. Go to Office who, Depot. Who goes to... It's the same store, I know. It is the exact same store. Except a different Except no, no. No, it's the same oh, store? Yeah, Office Max and Office Depot, they're the exact same. Same franchise? They're owned by the same people. They're the exact same store. They have the same layout. They have the same advertising stuff. Literally, if you look at any of the advertisement papers for like the stores, they'll often have like Office Depot and then right under that Office Max. What? It's the same store. It's a uh, sort of I'm thing. I'm pretty like sure the... Office Depot bought out Office Max, and then it was just cheaper to keep the stores. So it's kind of like a Hardee's and Carl's Jr. kind of thing? Probably. Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay, I understand.
we should talk about New Horizons. What was what's the new thing with New Horizons, Michael? Right, so the big thing in the new game, instead of moving to a village and living your life there, instead, you're being airdropped to a deserted island to Where fight we... for your life. Sorry, that's Fortnite. So this is like Where are we dropping boys. <laughs> Hunger game style? No, it's a you're you're moving to I guess a deserted island, yeah. It is a deserted island. You're not being airdropped there though. And I guess the idea is kind of instead of moving to a new village or moving to a new town, you're building it from scratch. You're kind of uh, taming the wilderness, as you will. Interesting. Okay. You will have a little bit more control over in this game than in previous games as well. So, for instance, you are able to choose to divert a river or such. And I'm pretty sure you'll probably be able to choose where villagers' houses will go. Right. You can tell villagers where they move. You can tell uh, Tom Nook where his store is, apparently. I don't know the full details about the game or how limiting it is yet, but the idea is eventually uh, you'll have full control over the island, and that includes terraforming it to fit your vision. That's crazy. Interesting. I choose the mountain to be right here. Yeah, and so, Ashley, you mentioned you had a lot of anxiety over that because you love being creative, but you also hate being creative. It's awful. It's a curse because there's so much to think about and my brain gets overwhelmed. It's like, what if it's not good enough? What if it is good enough? I don't know. I always thought that was the nice thing about Animal Crossing, though, because it doesn't matter if it's temporarily not good enough. You can just change it if you don't like it. I think it's because I've kind of, like, grown up with competitive games, and it's like it has to be good enough, and that stigma has just stuck yeah, I think you play League of Legends too much hey, with other people. You get too angry too easily. I stopped playing League of Legends. What do you play now? Final Fantasy. <laughs> 14 online. <laughs> hey, but that's not super PvP. Right, it's just every time you screw up a little bit, you have to start the entire encounter over again. Well, yeah. But I'm going to get better at it. Okay, and now I think it's time for... A word from our sponsors. <gasps> Who's our... our sponsor this week, John? The same person every week. It is? Yeah. Oh, my favorite! A&W Root Beer! They're still not sponsoring us, but we'll pretend they are. Wink. Why why are you saying wink? (laughs) You winked your eye and said wink. Why did you do that? Because if I didn't say it, no one one who was listening in would have known that I did it. Blows kiss seductively at the A&W 2 liter right over there. Yeah, can I get a glass of that sweet, sweet drink? Nice. So Careful, that's going to spill over. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's like I know what I'm doing. Delicious. Okay, so on the last uh, spot, you said that you would change the color if you could do one thing different. I how, did. How do you feel today about blue root beer? I think blue root beer is still the way to go. I think it's the future of all root beer. Every root beer company should be working towards blue root beer. As soon as they do it, be flying off the shelves. Uh, that reminds me of something else. My, my girlfriend is reading the Percy Jackson series right now. And that reminded me of a specific drink that they have in that book series, which is blue Coca-Cola. Because the boy loves drinking Coca-Cola, and he's able to change the color of it with his mind, and his mom likes blue things. So he says, hey, I like my mom. I'm going to turn this blue. And he did. Percy Jackson is a genius and an innovator, and we should all strive to be more like him. Yeah. A genius, an innovator, a hero, good son, all those things. Yeah. Amnesiac, every now and then. Who I knows? mean, who isn't? I never read the books. <laughs> you should. That's something that, I'm, we're going to talk about that later, but you should absolutely read the Percy Jackson series. Okay. We could probably get you copies. Okay. If John brings my copies back. Mom, what would you say about root beer? If you could say anything about root beer, what would you say about root beer? 
Root beer just brings people together and creates good experiences. I'm with you 100% on that. Root beer, love it, gotta have it. Makes the world better. Root beer, hated you a long time ago. Hey, hey whoa! hold on, no, I'm I... saying it's gonna be nice. What the heck? Books? Are those, are those your copies of the Percy, I, Percy Jackson books, John? Yes. It looks I, like we stole why? one from the library. Yeah, well, what happened uh, there? Oh, yeah, that story. Uh, so before we had the complete volumes of Percy Jackson, uh, I was borrowing them from the school library. And one day when, Mom, you weren't home, Romeo got a hold of one of my library books. Oh. <laughs> and so you bought one to, and you bought the whole set to replace the one. I don't your chewed copies. I want Michael's copies. It's still legend. Where are my copies, John? It's in your room. Michael's copies are they all are there now? Last no. I looked, my copies weren't there because you were giving my copies of the books to your girlfriend instead of your copies of the book. Well, here's the thing. You're not using them. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point there. He does, but also, what the fudge? If you want, I mean, it's... The reason why I was lending out your copies and not mine is because they were more easily accessible, by which I mean I was standing in that room when I said, I can give you a copy. So right. are you and Sydney reading these together so that you can each have your own copy and stay at the same place? And... Uh, not quite. I've already read the series, so it's more so just I'm looking over her shoulder every now and then saying, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, and, that was fun. And asking her what she's thinking like every few pages. Sounds like you That's, were reading I mean, fan fiction. You don't read fan hey, fiction. Hey, when I do read fan fiction. <laughs> I wait until you get to the end, which you never do. Okay, yeah, sure, fine, you got me. Go on. <laughs> Girlfriends and books, I recommend them. Yeah, speaking of books, are we still going to talk about Animal Crossing, or should I divert to another one of my weird interests that I've had since I was a child? What weird interest have you had? You've had weird interests? I have, and right now the weird interest is the fact that Disney is finally making the Artemis Fowl movie that they said they were going to make for the past 10 years. Yeah, yeah, they are. Artemis Fowl is another uh, book series that I read when I was a kid. I must have been, what, fifth grade when I started reading that? Fantastic book series, I'll say that. Yeah, no, they were great. I mean, I the last couple books in the series got iffy. It felt like the dude was running out of uh, interesting ideas for the series. I'm going to be honest. I stopped reading after they introduced time travel. <laughs> yeah, that's... Wait, which time? <laughs> well, that's the thing about time travel. Yeah, actually. You know what? Fair. So, basic summary of the first book. If, if I were to get anyone to start uh, reading the book series, is there's a rich boy whose dad goes missing. And he's, uh, he's trying to put on, like, a big old search. He's trying to find his dad. But to do that search, he needs more money. And he's like, oh, I have a great idea. Since I'm a kid, I believe in fairies and leprechauns. So I'm going to find a leprechaun and steal its gold. And it's a great idea because it turns out leprechauns do exist. The downside is, the big twist in this book series, the leprechauns have guns. And they're pissed. What? <laughs> It's a great book series. <laughs> it's a fantastic book series. What series was this again? The Artemis Fowl book series. I'm pretty sure I have most of them somewhere. We, we also have, we do not have the first book, but we do have a couple of them. We do have the first three books as graphic novels, though. We do, Thanks. and I just remembered I have all of them digitally on my Nintendo DS. That's right. You have the Nintendo DS. Because right? I'm insane. I had to get that imported from Europe. Yeah, so there were a few book series that they put on Nintendo DS cartridges, so you could just hold your DS sideways and flip through the pages. What? Yeah. That's Fantastic. Yeah, so, like, the fairies and leprechauns and all of them, it turns out, since they've been around since basically forever, 
they have a lot more advanced technology than humans do. And that means uh, when we try to steal their gold, they come out of the woodwork really pissed off and trying to get it back. Yes. Ashley, you've only played a little bit of newbie. Just a very little, little tiny bit, yes. Why do you want to play the newest version then? Now that I've been working retail, now that I've been making my own cat like money, now that I'm working towards something I want, it sounds nice just to like Minecraft has become more appealing to me. I didn't like Minecraft before, now I like it a lot more. Animal Crossing has had that same kind of appeal towards me where it's just like, yeah, I just want a game where I can relax and do what I want to do and not worry about anything. It's good. And it to doesn't have anything you. to do with the fact that I've been talking this game okay, since you it was first too. announced. Yeah, no, Michael's super into it. And I remember like when he first was like, yeah, I love this game. I looked at him. I was like, you do not look like you like this game. But uh, it was like, yeah, okay, sure. I'll try to get into it. I did try to get into New Leaf again. I didn't get into it as much. Probably because I was into another game at the time. I think it was probably like... Final Fantasy XIV yeah, online. Yeah, definitely Final Fantasy XIV online. I was too busy playing that. But now that things have kind of slowed down in that game, I've been looking for some slow game to look into and explore and just have some fun with. Something I can just pick up casually and play. Nothing to rush into. I think it's interesting that you think of this as a totally <laughs> chill game because I find it a little stressful. <gasps> to dash all around town and to, to race down to the beach and catch all the fish. And catching fish on a DS is totally different from catching fish with the, the Wiimote. On the Wiimote, I could feel, you know, when the fish bit, you could feel it on the Wiimote, mm -hmm. and you knew when to reel it in. And on the 3DS, it's totally different, and so I, I'm missing a lot of fish. Well, with the Switch, it'll probably be a lot easier to fish as well. The Nintendo Switch has a HD rumble mechanic, so you can oh. really feel it, and you can feel the different parts of the remote vibrate at different times. Oh god, that's going to make fishing a lot more complicated, you're right. Oh my god. Wow. Well, I told John that I didn't uh, like the, I didn't want to hear the music or, you know, all that kind of uh, mumbly talking that the town mm -hmm. residents do. So he turned the volume off and then I could not catch a fish to save my life. And I realized I need sound on the DS. Why don't you just go fish. to the system options and tell the villagers to be quiet? Because I know of one volume button and that was what she was asking about. Fair. Okay. It wasn't a problem yet is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> you can tell the villagers to be quiet. I'm pretty sure there's an option to have there are a few different options to have them not the make to not speak animalese like they do animalese yeah. oh, okay. i think it's officially called that and the humans speak dodoese i think that's so funny i, I don't know it's adorable i've browsed some wikis some wikipedia pages it's called animalese because they actually have a very sophisticated language in animal crossing where they do speak based on what's displayed on screen Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the the actual sounds of the alphabet. Yeah, it, yeah, I they know. say the letters, but high pitched and squeaky usually. Mm -hmm. It means that if you're actually listening to it, you can almost hear them say actual human words. Except, sometimes, except they're spelling it out, so it's I weird. I can hear them say the alphabet. <laughs> I would say that one of my biggest complaints with Animal Crossing is that if you get out of it, it's hard to get back into a town because if you're not playing the game every day, for whatever reason, the town falls into disarray. What, the mayor's gone for a few months and suddenly everything's gone horribly wow, wrong? Wow, that's so weird. It's almost like there's a social structure and the mayor keeps it all together, John. Well, I mean, we can't complain about that, but you never... 
Oh, I, I know why. So in New Leaf, there's a thing called town ordinances. Because you're the mayor, you get to uh, enact rules for the town to follow. And I always enacted the keep the town beautiful ordinance, which means weeds don't really grow anymore. And cockroaches don't appear in your house if you don't play for a week anymore. And it basically helps keep everything pretty. Flowers don't wilt. It's really nice. I like your priorities. Keeping my town beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, John's uh, priority was always the make me more money initiative. That's the thing. I've, I like to do the gardening on my own time. Like, I'm already pulling up the weeds. It's just another part of the daily tasks. And I like doing that. But if I get distracted and I'm away for a week, I'm starting to think, oh, I've been gone away for a week. So it's just going to, why even bother? That is kind of related to my biggest gripe with the game, which is after a while in New Leaf, I created the perfect town. I had my ideal house. There was nothing more for me to do. I'd catched every fish, caught every fish. I caught every bug. I filled the museum with everything. There was nothing more for me to do. And so it was either just keep tweaking the town layout to make it perfect. And I did. Or set the game down and forget it forever. Which I did after I fixed, finished the town. And then I was like, oh yeah, I have this game. <gasps> and then I pulled it back it. out. And then you pulled it out and then made my town the way you wanted to. I did not fix your town up. You didn't? No. Oh, I thought you did. No, I haven't. Not yet. Not yet? Well, it's probably in disarray. We're gonna. Mom, what, uh, what are your some of the biggest complaints? You said it was a bit too stressful. What do you mean by that? Oh, it's... Just, you know, you have to run all over town. To get to the beach where you can fish, you have to go to one corner of the town. Then to get to the museum to uh, donate your fossils, you have to go to the exact opposite corner. And it just seems like you spend a lot of time um, getting from one place to the other, which is not so unlike real life. Sometimes a game is too realistic. It's a little realistic, yeah. Mm -hmm. But also catching the fish is, because it's really important to me to... uh, Get the money. I, I think I'm focused on uh, selling these things, building up my bank account, paying off my mortgage, you know, grow, grow, grow. Oh. So I should probably relax like Ashley mm-hmm. and do this slower at a more reasonable level. Because I just remembered, I think I was supposed to go to the city hall yesterday and I forgot. <laughs> yeah, so- as mayor, you're allowed to do that. Forget? Yeah. Oh. Not show up at your job for weeks at a time. Oh, I mean, you're still in town, though, so it's fine. Isabel can find you. If, I, any, if anything bad happens, Isabel knows where to find you. Can I just say, I'm right now I am thankful I've played competitive games because playing competitive games, I can basically separate when it's time to be competitive and when it's like, okay, yeah, this game, I don't have to be competitive because I play some competitive games. You're able to separate your anxiety and personality. I, I know when to heighten my anxiety and adrenaline and I know when to let it all fall down. <laughs> Yeah, and it turns out for Animal Crossing, that time is all the time. Yes, thank God. No uptimes, no DPS, thank God. So we've gone over some of our biggest complaints with the games, right? Mm-hmm. What is the one thing in these games that has been your favorite out of everything? Your decorating. Fa- your favorite mechanic is decorating. Decorating. Mm-hmm. I like making my house how I want it. It's not a mechanic, but I like the music a lot. I mean, it is very good music, especially 2AM, which is my favorite track. 2AM, GameCube, yes. They have different music for every hour, and all of the music is very great, but the best one is 2AM. Because it sounds exactly like the mentality of a person who's awake playing Animal Crossing at (laughs) 2AM. I like the 
wild, wacky tunes. So who's been playing Animal Crossing at 2 a.m.? It doesn't matter. Hand in the air. So like when you right were five here. or six, did you do that at I only point? did it once because there was just one night in elementary school I absolutely couldn't sleep. So I played Animal Crossing at night, and that was the same night I found out that there are ghosts in Animal Crossing. Yeah. He was a pretty chill guy to talk to, actually. Yeah, Wisp is pretty cool. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Let's see, Mom, what's, uh, what's been your favorite things? In just getting restarted, I don't know that I have a favorite thing yet, but as I recall from City Folk, I really liked the hybrid flowers. Oh. Yeah, planting gardens and having new flowers show up based on cross-pollinization. Yeah, I don't recall exactly how we did that, but it was kind of cool when it happened. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a bit surprised to hear that because I, I always thought that your favorite mechanic in the game was just the fishing. Well, I was really good at fishing in City Folk. I'm going to be honest, Mom. The breeding flowers is my absolute favorite part of Animal Crossing. I've really? Sa- I've said this numerous times to my friends. The best part about Animal Crossing is that you get to water flowers. Well, so far, I've only been in this town for a week, but there hasn't been a watering can in the store yet. I believe the garden, now that you've been playing for a week, I'm pretty sure the gardening shop is now open, actually. Oh, so, yeah. Oh. It's, a, it's sold in a different shop in New Leaf than it used to be. Yeah. Oh, There's okay. a separate gardening shop. Yeah, and I need a slingshot, too, because those balloons keep flying overhead and I can't get them. What do the balloons carry? Yeah, I don't remember, but I just need to shoot one down to find out. Well, before the big update for Animal Crossing New Leaf, balloons carried almost exclusively balloon-themed furniture. But now they carry all kinds of things. That's actually the exact opposite. You got it backwards. No. They now only carried the balloon-themed furniture. No. Yeah. They carried other stuff before? Yeah. No, John, uh, if you did not get all the balloon furniture, then they were more likely to carry balloon furniture. So you remember how Animal Crossing New Leaf got the big amiibo update? Yeah. Before that, no matter what, they always had balloon-themed furniture. And that's still the case. No, it is not. Because yes. once you get the entire balloon uh, collection, you get other kinds of furniture. I have three balloon hats, brother. I beg to differ. I've been playing this game for a while, John. Okay, I we need too. to have you both pull out your files. We need a competition here. Okay, but I don't know how I'm going to do that with your file currently on my 3DS. I know how. We can back up her safe file, load yours back in. I mean, yeah, and that's I'm basically what we'll have to do. It's getting but... too complex. <laughs> Balloons are serious business, Ashley. Cool. <laughs> Balloons are serious business. <gasps> you know what I'm really actually excited about that I just thought... Um, so I was looking into it because I have to keep up with this game uh, because I work electronics. I have to know a lot of its features. There's going to be a day one patch where um, if you download it, you get the Switch with it. And since I bought the special edition Animal Crossing one, I get to have the cute special edition one in my game. It's actually a negative two day patch. The patch is already Oh, (laughs) but. Except they didn't expect anyone to have it. They're calling it the day one patch. Actually, but, they're not calling it that anymore oh, because they realized they released the patch before day that's one. That's hilarious. But I'm wait, really excited to wait, get Wait, so what does the patch give you? It gives you a switch for your uh, tent. Oh. It so has some able- basic updates for glitches and stuff. And also there's a free item that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So you're able to play your Nintendo Switch while playing Animal Crossing on the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Yeah. And if you have, like I said, the special edition one, it shows up as the special edition one. Hmm. So I get the pretty Switch one. <laughs> Yeah, Ashley went and bought another Nintendo Switch. I sold just my for old this. one. I sold my old one to my friends because I was like, "Hey, how's two Hundo sound?" They were like, oh, "Well, take it." I was like, "Really?" And so I sold it, and I haven't gotten any money yet, but yeah. I bought the new one. And I'll definitely be playing the game as well. And John might not for the foreseeable future, but maybe really? eventually. Fair enough. 
And mom, you haven't gotten a Switch, so it Not doesn't yet. look like you'll be playing this game anytime soon. Uh, I think I need to master the DS first, but now that I know that the Switch has the rumble feature, I might need one of those. It's easy to master the Switch, too, honestly. It's very comfortable, and you can get an actual pro controller, just like a traditional controller, to play it. That way, you don't have to deal with the new mechanics of the Switch. I don't know. My mom always liked the... Uh, the Wii the Mode Nunchuck. No, just the single Wii Remote. Oh, yeah. then maybe the well, one controller would work pretty well for you, then. You never know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get my mom into it, because she was just like... there. Were, <laughs> This isn't really applied to Animal Crossing, but this one day I was just walking in from, I think, work, and my mom, like, hurry, like hurriedly picked up my Switch, I guess, while I was walking through the door, and she was just, like, fiddling with it. Fire Emblem was on it, so she was just moving the map around, but she was, like, just moving it, and she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was like, yeah, you don't. She's like, I just wanted to pick it up and mess see what with, you did when you came to the door. I just wanted to mess with your stuff I was and see like, how you reacted. Yeah. I was like, well, if I get, when I get Animal Crossing, you can uh, play that. She's like, what that, what's that about? And I was like, blah, 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 blah. She's like, oh, that sounds nice. That sounds like a great idea. Get more of your family members <laughs> to want to use your video games when you're playing them. Yeah, maybe that's not the best idea. <laughs> because we had a similar dynamic, actually. Uh, well, I'd say similar. Because we had all three of us playing a few years ago. Mom, regarding this game, you said one of my favorite things that you've ever said to me. And it was directed to me and my brother, and you said, you guys need to play this video game more. Oh, that's right. Right, because we weren't playing it enough. You were the only one playing it at the time. The one time, the only time I ever said, you need to play more video games. (laughs) And I've burned it into my mind. And you'll never let her forget it. As long as we're talking about Animal Crossing, I'll bring it up. All right, well, this episode's gone on a while, and we need to start getting ready to stand in line at Target to buy the new game. So what should we talk? Oh, right, and toilet paper, because most stores are sold out of that as soon as they can. Yeah. What do we want to talk about next week? Do we have any ideas? Sounds to me like we might be into some books. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like we're finally going to do the fabled book report uh, episode for the podcast. I'm fine with that. I can do that. I can think of a few novels that I've enjoyed. I can think of a few series myself. So I guess that's what we'll be doing next time. Books galore. Get ready to hear them in like two weeks when the episode after this one releases. In May. Unless... It might be June by that point. I don't know. <laughs> uh, if we are under house arrest or whatever they call it, shelter in place, <laughs> we might be recording a whole lot more of these. Hey, Mom, why would we be placed under house arrest? What are we well, doing? What, Mom, what are you doing? Quarantine. COVID-19. Have you forgotten already? Okay. I wish what? I could forget. Our neighboring <laughs> county is under know, shelter but, in but, place. But I mean, calling it house arrest implies crime. Criminal crime. Have we committed criminal crimes, That makes Mom? it exciting. It could, be, it could be a crime if they stay shelter in place <laughs> and you are found to be out. Uh, it is illegal to lick doorknobs. That is true. Unless you work retail then you then, might be forced to still work wait if you work retail it's legal like doorknobs yes no. finally an excuse ability ability well i've already had the ability you're, opportunity you're a weird writer all right see you guys next time john do you have a uh, do you have something to end this one on always look at your food before you eat it unless you're in oman then the advice is don't look at it just eat it that's fun what kind of dishes are they eating? Very yeah. safe dishes? Non-spiked dishes? Uh, is it an insult to look at their food? No, but if you look at it, you might not eat it. And if you don't eat it, then you'll be hungry. And if you don't want to be hungry, you need to eat. So don't look at the food, just eat it. Just eat your food. 
<laughs> yeah, you know what? I think that's pretty much what you told us when we were kids, too. Just eat your goddamn food. Stop playing with it. Eat your vegetables. Yeah, yeah eat your carrots. Eat your lentils. Eat your cabbage. You made us eat lentils? I don't remember that at all. Mom, Every you... once in a while, Mom tried to get me to eat lentils, and I never took them. Lentils are tasty. I forgot what I'm going to disagree there. Michael. I'm going to I'm going to agree to disagree. You don't like any bean, Michael. I don't. Oh yeah, Mr. Barks Actually, lentils beans. are not beans. They're legumes. What's a bean? <laughs> is a bean a legume? Uh, maybe. I believe a bean's a legume. But a lentil is not a bean. I believe the Japanese call all vegetables legumes. We'll be looking that up on the Google. Maybe. No, this has been fading out the entire time. <laughs> I don't know. This isn't. <laughs> I think John's gonna start editing these. <laughs>